And by now, you know what that music means, right? It's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. And whether or not you can feel it right now yet, uh, the smells and uh, air of spring is slowly filtering in. Yes. And with spring comes baseball. And so, in an effort to continue to help us to get out of the drudgery of Cabin Fever, I wanted to make a movie suggestion uh, for this week, and I want to talk a little bit about the movie 42, the Jackie Robinson story. And you'll see as we get into this discussion why I chose to bring this up. I just wanted to make something very clear to you, and that is that, as I said before, uh, we there are other resources like plugged in online, but plugged in online, as good as they are, they, they mainly take a look at almost every movie, and they just rate it simply for family friendliness. But I want you to know that when I review a movie on the Speaking For Him podcast, it is not only because I enjoyed it, not only because I view it as decent, but because I think you would be benefited from watching it. So we want to raise the bar a little bit from simply, is it good enough to watch to what is it about it that merits your time watching it. And so that's going to be the focus of our conversation today. But as we uh, do that, I wanted Adam to bring us the quote of the day, and it's actually a conversation. But we'll let Adam read it, and then I will talk about it a little bit. All right, this is a dialogue between Branch Rickey and Herb Pennock. And Branch Rickey here starts off by saying, You think God likes baseball, Herb? Herb Pennock replies, What? What is that supposed to mean? Branch Rickey then replies, It means someday you're going to meet God, and when he inquires as to why you didn't take the field against Robinson in Philadelphia, you answer that it's because he was black. It may not be a sufficient reply. And the context of this quote is because Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball in 1947. Mm -hmm. He was the first black uh, baseball player to play Major League Baseball. And the Philadelphia Phillies manager, at least in the film, I'm not sure exactly how it happened in real life, but in the film, he calls up Branch Rickey, who's the owner of the Brooklyn Dodgers, and says, if you come to Philadelphia with Jackie Robinson, we are not going to play you. And he said, if you want to take the forfeit, that's fine, but we're bringing Jackie Robinson because he's part of the team. So... I just thought that was one of the most important scenes in the movie. Um, And we'll talk a little bit more about why as we go on. But before we go any further, I want to take this opportunity to share with you the trailer for this movie, 42, A Jackie Robinson Story. And before I do that, I just want to let you know that I realize that these trailers are the property of the theaters and movie companies that make them. Um, And I only put them in the podcast by way of information. So, just so that you are aware of that. My daddy left us. I was only six months older than you are now. I don't remember him. You will remember me. Jackie Robinson, a black man in white baseball. I want you to know I'm there for you. In my heart, 
Think about the abuse that he's going to take. Your enemy will be out in force, but you cannot meet him on his own low ground. What you gonna do if one of these pictures throws through your head? I'll duck. <laughs> Mark my words and circle this day. Negroes are gonna run the white man straight out of baseball. This ain't the America I know. You hear me? If they knew you, they would be ashamed. If Robinson can help us win, then he is going to play on this ball club. You don't belong here, and you never will. Get off the field. Brooklyn Dodgers ain't changing our way of living. Wearing me down. You are not the only one with something at stake here. You want a player who doesn't have the guts to fight back? No, I want a player who's got the guts not to fight back. Give me a uniform. Give me a number on my back. I'll give you the guts. I father, I Brooklyn Dodger them. I Jack, I Rob, I Sin. Oh man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Except when I run base, I dodge the pen. I'm just a ball player. You are a hero. Watch you look in the mirror. This is a white man's game. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. I'm a Brooklyn boy. I may take some getting used to. Maybe tomorrow we'll all wear 42. All right. Well, there you have the theatrical trailer for the movie 42. And I received this movie for Christmas, and I had wanted to see it when it was in theaters, but I didn't get a chance to get out and see it. But I was just really moved by uh, several parts about this movie. And I just want to go through a little bit of the plot summary and then draw some of the key scenes and lessons that I got from it, and hopefully um, you can uh, use that in determining whether your family should see it and how best uh, to use it to as a teaching experience for them. I will mention that there is a lot of mention about racism and some off-color language related to that. So this is for older audiences. Um, I would recommend probably 14 or 15 on up to see this movie, but I think it's important because of its subject matter. Plot summary, simply put, is Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in the major leagues in April 1947. And Branch Rickey chose him because he needed someone with the courage not to fight back. <laughs> and Adam, I thought that was interesting that that was in the trailer because, again, that was another one of those scenes that was riveting because what a lot of people don't realize about this story is that Branch Rickey and Jackie Robinson were both devoted Christians. Oh, really? And wow. And that this had a lot to do with the success of this project. The whole idea was Branch Rickey knew that whoever he brought into the major leagues as the first black player was going to get ridiculed. Mm -hmm. He was going to get called names. He was going to get even get death threats and things of that nature. And he needed someone who wouldn't fight back because if Jackie Robinson had fought back, everybody would have looked at it 
at it as his fault, regardless of who started it, because the nature at that time was that the black person, sadly, for our country, even though slavery went out with the Civil War, uh, we had many years later after that where we still thought of black people as less, uh, less human than white. Even though God created um, all of us, and we would probably be, some of us would probably be surprised to know that there probably weren't very many white people in the entire Bible, if you really think about it. Right, yeah. The place where they came from and all those factors being equal, most of them probably had darker skin than we do. But at that time, the black people were considered less human than us, which is a sad flight on our history, but it's something that we shouldn't ignore. And then um, another point that I wanted to bring out is his teammates resisted him at first, but they gradually came to accept him. He took the league by storm and helped the Dodgers win the pennant. And his big claim to fame was that he stole home play more than any other player in the major leagues, at least for a long time. I'm not sure if anybody has eclipsed that record for him now, but that was his big claim to fame. It was that he was really good at stealing bases and particularly home plate. And another thing I really liked about this is that a big key to his success was his wife. Oh, yeah. He was always standing behind him, always um, rooting him on. Sometimes she even gave him tips on how to play. And uh, so there were a lot of neat scenes of them just being there for each other. In a largely white world, such as Major League Baseball, they were sometimes the only support the other person had. And it just underscored for me um, what God gives people when he gives them the blessing of, of a wife or good friends. Right. And, like, I know that I couldn't do this podcast and have the success I've had with this without your help. So it just it just reminds me of how we need other people and how our success is tied um, into what other people um, give us. And I think this is, you know, we, we recently had a podcast about the show uh, Stand and Deliver. And I think this is another one of those stories which isn't comfortable to tell. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we wish we could edit out the worst parts, but it is the truth. And sometimes we need to face the truth head on and not avoid it. Uh, Do you have thoughts on that particular thought as far as facing the truth head on, even if it's ugly? I I think that's the way to to do it. I I always think of um, Nike's slogan that says, just do it. And, And sometimes you have to, to get to that next step in life. And granted, it's it's not the easy thing to do. It's not the fun thing to do sometimes. But a lot of times it's the necessary thing to do is to face truth. So I think that's a great point. All right. Well, I just want to run through a couple key scenes, which I think um, are beneficial uh, for people to see and to think about. Uh, Jackie is told in the early part of the movie when he's traveling with the Negro Leagues, um, Kansas City Monarchs, that he can't use a restroom in the gas station. And when he threatens not to buy gas there, they finally relent and let him use the restroom because they want his money. Yeah. Which which 
it's sad that that's what it took, but it makes sense that they wouldn't want to lose money. And um, then another scene is in that scene where he's saying he needs someone with the guts not to fight back. Branch Ricky tells Jackie that, like our savior, you need to turn the other cheek and not fight back. And so, even though they kind of kind of avoided talking about the depth of both of their Christian faith, because it's not a Christian film, I did appreciate that nod to the fact that they um, did have an abiding faith in the Lord, and especially, you know, kind of relating to that quote of the day we read earlier about how God's going to judge you someday. Right. And if he asks you the question, why wouldn't you play the Brooklyn Dodgers on such and such a day, and you say it's because... They had a colored guy on the team. What are you going? What's your answer going to be? Right. Because God made Jackie just as much as He made any of the other ball players. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really good. And then there's another scene where Dodger players sign a petition saying they're not going to play with Jackie, and his uh, manager stands up for him and says. If he can play, he's going to, if he can help our ball club, he's going to play for us. Yeah. And he's just the first. More are coming. So if you're not prepared to play ball, you're going to lose your jobs. So worry about playing ball and don't worry about Jackie. But as they saw him play and as they saw the type of person he was, because he didn't drink, he didn't carouse, he wasn't a troublemaker, they began to accept him more and more. And then course we talked about how branch ricky laid into the phillies owner for his attitude um jackie's teammate uh stands up for him in one scene in the movie where this manager is just giving him all kinds of grief calling him all kinds of names and his, one of his teammates steps up and gets in the guy's face and tells him to um stop fighting against somebody that can't fight back and uh, then another really, really powerful scene. Um, one of the players, Pee Reese, he comes in and he says, I got this letter from my friends in Kentucky, my hometown. And they said, it, and they told me that they didn't want me to play with Jackie Robinson. And they got upset that I was. And so what should I do about it? And then... Branch Ricky goes over to a filing cabinet, pulls out about five or six folders full of letters that Jackie got that was hate mail wow. from people who are Dodgers fans and baseball fans that didn't want a black man playing on their team. And it's very sobering to me to think that there was ever a time in our country when we were like that. Yeah, or it was that strong. It was just Absolutely. kind of mainstream. There uh, was even one that said, quit baseball now or your baby will die. Oh, my goodness. You know, wow. So this this was serious business. Yeah. But again, this is a part of our history that we should be ashamed of, we should learn from, but we shouldn't avoid. We need to learn from it, move on, and be better for learning it. Right. kind of goes back to that truth thing where it, it really happened. Um, you pray it never happens again, but it was a time period in, in our country, in our lives. And then uh, there's just many scenes, like I said, uh, support from Jackie's wife, godly wives. 
are so important. If you have a godly wife, then be thankful for her. If you are praying for one, keep praying uh, because they are a gift. And it really showed how Jackie was able to uh, to get through his trials because of her support. And then after that experience, Pee Wee Reese uh, goes out on the field and stands with Jackie and puts his arm around him. And he says, people need to see me like this. They need to know who I really am. Because he realized that that he needed to love and care for Jackie and not worry about what other people think. And I think we need to do the same. We need to live our lives according to a biblical worldview, whether people, whether it's popular or not. And we need to not always be on the the um defensive about our beliefs. Right. We just need to stand and believe them and realize that some of them aren't going to be mainstream, but we need to, to do it anyway. And I think this movie brings that out, at least on the baseball level. There are several changes, if you look it up, uh, in this film from real life, and we won't go into a lot of detail with them. One I particularly want to highlight, though, is there's one point where he gets into this situation where this manager is just berating him and giving him all kinds of racial slurs and everything and he doesn't uh, confront the manager but he runs out off the field into the dugout and smashes a baseball bat against the wall now that meltdown never happened in real life his family and his teammates said that he never broke down once through all that torment and But the director said that he couldn't believe that it would be humanly possible Mm -hmm. for him to go through all that and not have a breakdown like that. So he inserted it for thematic, um, for thematic appeal. But but the thing that the director doesn't realize is that when the spirit of God is in something, it makes a difference. And so the reason that Jackie Robinson was able to hold up the way he was was because he had a relationship with Jesus Christ. And he did what Branch Rickey asked him to, which was to have the mind of our Savior, who, when he was hanging on the cross, when he was being spit on, when he was being ridiculed, he just took it. He could have killed everyone that was trying to beat him up. But he decided to die on the cross so that you and I could be saved from our sins. And so I think that's a significant thing that secular movie makers miss when they tell this story. Um, but as we wind down this uh, podcast, I just want to uh, make a couple more comments. Uh, like I said, it's important to know about our history so that we can learn from our mistakes. And hopefully, by looking at a story like Jackie Robinson's, it can help put our own life in perspective and realize that, hey, maybe we don't have it quite so bad. Right. And we can muscle through whatever difficulty uh, we are going through. And um, I just wanted to uh, read to you a couple paragraphs in closing about um, the Christian aspect of this story from an article that I found online, which I will post in the blog. And it says, In the first providential meeting between Ricky and Robinson, 
the Dodgers executive discovered that Robinson had built his life on the right foundation. Ricky sensed that Robinson had a strong central core that could be held together in the face of the storm. The core, the indwelling presence supplying the faith and assurance, was Jesus Christ. Branch Ricky wasn't the first person to teach Robinson that keeping his temper was more powerful than letting it blow. As I know in my new book, this blog author writes, Seven Men and the Secret of Their Greatness. While he was a student at Pasadena Junior College, Jackie met a Methodist preacher named Carl Downs. Downs knew Jackie was a Christian and taught him that exploding in anger was not the Christian answer to injustice. But he explained that a life truly dedicated to Christ was not submissive. On the contrary, it was heroic. Downs eventually led Jackie to a deeper faith in Jesus Christ. He began to see the path to justice would be done not with fists, but with love and restraint. And so I hope that this has been an encouragement to you as we have gone through this movie review. I hope that you will um, uh, take the time to avail yourself of the 42 DVD either through rental or um, picking, up, picking it up at a local store and watching it with your family, uh, your older kids, and talking about these issues. Having frank discussions about racism because it is alive and well in some circles and we need to do our best to show that God is not a respecter of persons. Whatever your color, whatever uh, your creed, God loves you and he wants to give you salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. Do you have any final thoughts, Adam? Um, boy, you kind of took the words out of my mouth with what you were saying there. But, yeah, just a great reminder in this movie of how we can be reminded of how, A, we should not be treating others. And this is of any color, of any country you're from, any age, because we're all equal. I mean, God made everybody equal. We're all human. We're all his children. He loves us all. We're all sinners. We're all in the same boat. So I think that reminder of that, we were all created by God, and, and definitely no one is, is better or higher or lower than anybody. But just being reminded that we're all we're all equal. We're all even as God made us that way. He's the only one that's higher than us is, is God. That That's it. All right. Well, thank you, Adam. And again, we will post a link to the DVD on the blog. We hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. We hope that you will have a wonderful time watching this movie and discussing it with your family. And we hope that you are dealing in the best possible way with your cabin fever. Yes. Uh, spring and summer are on the way, and I'm very excited to hear the first crack of the bat that comes with baseball season. Yeah. Go Tigers. Have a great weekend, and keep serving the best of masters. This is Andrew Gomison. Your executive producer is Adam McNutt.